0: I came to this party prepared, sir. I don't know what you're doing. There's a reason Skype only films
1: from the waist up. Are you, like, putting lotion on your hands? Are you ready to, you know, choke one out during... First breath off the turd. Movie Freaks.
0: (laughs) This is not going to spiral out of control at all. Let's
1: do the dudes. Movie Freaks. Armchair warriors here. We like them burly and muscly and sweaty and gross. Whew, I'm hot and bothered. Movie Freaks.
0: Oh, what was that look of disgust? at some shit on your desk.
1: Vinegar Syndrome's June package. Putney Swope is one of the movies. Taking Tiger Mountain starring Bill Paxton, a film by Tom Huckabee. I don't even like the last name. Uh, Night Owl. And then The Passing. I... All right. Hello, how's that subscription eBay. Working out <laughs> Hello eBay. Hello <laughs> eBay. Uh, so how's that subscription working out for you? I, I mean, the ones that I want, I keep and then the other ones I'm able to sell off. I still have some, some garbage ones that I, I feel like I should sell, but I'm like, eh, ah, hold on to them until the demand is a little bit higher for them. Cause right now there's kind of an influx of vinegar syndrome stuff on eBay because they had their halfway to black Friday sale. So a lot of movies were bought on their website and so there's a lot more movies on eBay right now. People are offloading so I'm like, "Ah, just just hold off on that a little." I mean, I've been selling some uh, Lucifer's Woman, that got sold immediately after I watched it and A Woman's Torment got sold right away as well. I was like, "Oh, a Roman Polanski repulsion type knockoff except it's porny and awful and ter- oh, terrible." I'm like, nope hello eBay hello eBay <laughs> so cool well, yep. That sounds like a pretty good deal yeah yeah mm-hmm. I mean I literally could uh, keep only a handful of them uh, for a out of the year and I would probably be making money if I'd really want to because some of these go for a significant amount of money after a while mm-hmm so but oh this is just I can just tell that it just feels like they had a huge sale, like a halfway to Black Friday sale, and they had some good titles. And I don't know, this month just, uh, you never know, they might be good movies, but, I uh, I mean, a Bill Paxson movie that no one's heard of? I There's probably a reason that no one's heard of that. Yeah. Uh, Putney
0: Swope, I mean, Putney Swope. I mean, it's... What, those aren't even words, is it a place? I know, that's Sounds not like even a, a word. a small town in England.
1: Oh, let's see here. Oh, shit. 1969. That's yeah, on the edge. Robert Downey Sr. directed it. I would imagine that that... Ah, uh, you know what? I might not even open this. I might just... Sealed. There you go. Up on eBay. I... Yeah. The Truth and Soul movie. No. no. <laughs> Out. Yep.
0: Out. Nope. <laughs> it's one of those keywords that uh, uh, triggers us. Stuff like truth and soul
1: and sisterhood
0: of pants and stuff yep, like that. That's out
1: the door. I mean, on 1969, and Robert Downey Sr., that's, I'm guessing, Jr.'s dad. It uh, would stand to reason. <laughs> yeah. But uh, the, the passing, I mean, unless this is you know, a documentary about fecal matter, I might be interested in that. It just might be fecal yeah, matter. It, it might be. Yeah, the passing is. Oh, oh, a dazzling micro-budget examination of love. Oh, Christ. what year? uh eighty. Nineteen eighty-three.
0: Nah, micro-budgets in nineteen eighty-three are not something you want to
1: you know, <laughs> put before your eyeballs. <laughs> no, while we're at let's see, okay, night Owl. Let's 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 see this deal here. Nineteen ninety-three. Oh, it's black and white. Nineteen ninety-three. Um, a note to East Village slees. Night Owl is an unflinching, gritty modern day vampire story set in the world of dingy house music playing dive bar, blah blah. I blah. <laughs> uh, those all those things sound like Eugene. Eh, boy, but there's nothing there's nothing slasher ish enough about any of these that I'm and then yeah, taking of Tiger Mountain or taking Tiger Mountain. That 19- sounds like a kung fu film. I mean, like, are they all black and white? This one maybe I should just give these all to Steve. <laughs> Oh, angrily, <laughs> yes. In a dystopian future, Bill Hampton, also known as Bill Paxton, is a World War Three draft dodger who finds himself part of an experimental brainwashing program created by a group of radical feminists.
0: After- I'm kind of into that. Yeah, I, that,
1: I like all that stuff. Yeah. World War Three draft dodger. After being released from the program, Billy heads to Wales for what he believes will be a sex-filled vacation. Well, but unbeknownst to him, Billy is really there to assassinate the Welsh Minister of Prostitution. <laughs> I might, I might keep that one. Yeah, that that sounds good. Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. There's my takedown. So of the it's G-
0: some sort of uh, future sci-fi Manchurian candidate.
1: Yes, on a probably zero budget, I would imagine. Mm. But um, yeah, anyway, I mean that's that's part of the vinegar syndrome thing. Is some months are are gold, and then some months are Putney Swope. <laughs> Here's this shit we can't sell. Oh, Putney Swope. <laughs> I mean. Oh, and then also I, I also got a Severin. Movie uh today called Texas Chainsaw Massacre Part Three, except it's totally not Texas Chainsaw Massacre Part Three, but it's a uh, Claudio Fragasso movie. So I'm like, oh, ho, ho, ho. is uh, he the one
0: that did the copy of Aliens? That yes, was, okay. yes, he. His that movies are like
1: idea. just Nectar of the Gods. They're just great.
0: <laughs> mm. Mm,
1: the mm. Nectar of the Gods is a little strong, yeah. but <laughs> maybe <laughs> okay. Yeah, urinal cake of the. <laughs> there, there you go. go. <laughs> I, yeah, but uh, I mean, I love the fact that it's called Texas Chainsaw Massacre Three, but it's not Texas Chainsaw Massacre Part Three.
0: They're 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 the uh, fake Rolexes of cinema that you buy yes. on the street for five bucks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. But oh, I'm sure. It, the thing is, I'm excited about it, but it'll be trash, and I'll be angry by the time it's done. that's usually the way it goes. Less so with that one than these movies here. I I just I I opened it up, and I'm like, oh. I just, I got a bad feeling about this. <laughs> you know, sometimes you open up, you know, you're like, oh, this might, there's like, uh... You're I, one for five
0: on that batch.
1: Yeah, I am one for five, and it's from, with director for, uh, Claudio Fragasso.
0: which... No, no, the other one, one with Bill Paxton. Oh! I, think I, have, I, have, I, have, I believe in that one. Okay, yeah, I was like, oh. We know the Claudio one is shit. There's yeah. There's just... Yeah, uh, anyway, that's... If it looks like shit, and it smells like shit, guess what? probably it's... shit.
1: Gonna be disc. Form shit. (laughs) Oh, how are you, sir? Um, I watch an Amish build another house next to us, and just, I just, a heavy heart. (laughs) Just, just heavy. I'm like, oh, what, what family with ten kids is gonna move in there? Meh. Yep, you just, you just, every time you look out your
0: window, your face just goes instantly frown.
1: I hate living here. I, I. Now you can keep this in. I I hate living here. Hate it. <laughs> Cheers. So you will be moving at some point. Some, yes, I will. I mean, unless things drastically turn around, I... That's it, not going to happen. No, I doubt it as well. All, all of a sudden, all the houses
0: get torn down and everybody moves away.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, like right now, our, our neighbor behind us, they're really cool. In another allotment that's been... Behind your, behind your pool? Behind our pool. Oh, yes, behind the, yes, the, the swampy pond quicksandy natural pool sludge uh so back behind there there's a really nice family you can just tell when you hit it off with people and they're cool you they're cool and uh so they're on vacation and so she got the boys to water her plants and she's gonna pay them when she gets back and it's a cool little thing and then she's like and while while we're gone you can play on our swing set and and it's just like you walk over there and you walk through these like this small row of trees and it's like all of a sudden you're in another world it's like it's quiet over here. It's peaceful. The houses are... It's just... It's a completely different galaxy. Literally feet past the back of our yard. And then we come over here and it's just... Ah! There's the weeds. And there's the just... The oppressive, heavy... <laughs> something. It's like
0: living in a compound because everybody's on top of each other.
1: Yes. Yeah. And I mean, there's houses beside each other over there, but it's different. And you could just... It's just... It's like when you walk into Pandora when you're at Animal Kingdom, is as you're walking into Pandora, all of a sudden, all the sounds from the rest of the park just literally fade away and all you can hear is alien crickets chirping and the, the, you know, the drum stuff from, from, from a movie
0: that came out 20 years ago. Yeah, whatever the,
1: (laughs) the, the, whatever the planet's called that we're, we're on, Avatar. Yeah, it's Pandora, yeah. I think. Yeah, Pandora. Yeah, that would be the one. But it's like that over here. It's like you you cross that threshold of of you know some small pine trees, and all of a sudden it's like ah, this weight of I hate my life just poof, <laughs> just <laughs> up in a cloud of fart. But anyway, there you go. There's my bitch uh, test. How about you? All right. <laughs> um. Well,
0: I've been up since about two a.m. Oh no, because... yeah, I saw that
1: sunburn, right?
0: Yeah, I got a little more cooked than I thought I did. I looked at myself in the mirror in the bathroom and was like, oh, it's not too bad. You know, you rub it with a towel and you're like, oh, damn, I got a little crispy. And then I looked at it at work today because I was like, damn, my back hurts. Yeah, maybe it doesn't look so bad in my bathroom because my bathroom is the shining red. Ah, yes. So when you look at my back, it's like, meh. But at the work white walls, um, when I pull my shirt up, it's like, ho, ho. Oh yeah, cooked. And that came from (sighs) painting the garage on Saturday, and then Sunday morning our new riding lawnmower came. We finally have a riding lawnmower. Cool. Huzzah. So I had to mow the lawn while it was 80 degrees out by like 11 a.m. I'm not wearing a shirt. I'm already sweating my my ass off, and I have an awful t-shirt tan, so I got to get rid of that. And, uh... Then after that we had to give the garage a second coat. Ugh. And so from about 11 I had to, I was out there without a shirt from about from 11 to 5. Oh. And uh yeah. Scorched
1: flesh. <laughs> is it sir. still tingly or is it have you recovered some?
0: Honestly, it's not the worst sunburn I've ever had, but it's all on my shoulders and neck. So when yeah. I'm laying down last night, I just could not cool down. Oh. Ugh. Uh, 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 fun, 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 fun. I just could not fall back asleep. So, uh, yeah, there might be a nap in my future this evening. I, cause I am tired. Are you doing Probably any, in, any drinking or? Uh, what, when? Now. Yesterday? Oh. Eh.
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> maybe, maybe a little bit cause I need to lay down. <laughs> And I've got karate this evening, like, after this, so cheers with the coffee. <laughs> yeah,
0: well, I'm home for the day. Everything else I'm doing today is here at home, so I'm going to let myself have one. How about that? There you go. Don't blame you. Uh, other than that, I mean, at least the damn thing is painted, and the mower's here now, and even though you still have to push mow a lot of shit because it's on hills, you know, it's too steep to ride around on, but, uh, you know, at least I can get most of it, done while riding.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're actually thinking about getting a lawnmower, but we literally have no place to put it right now because our backyard is a swimming pool, and we don't have, yeah. a, we like to put a little barn back there and put it in there, and in the back of Eugene's head it's like, or we just don't get a barn, and let's see how long we live here. <laughs> yeah, I kind of got the impression
0: the writing's on the wall with that one a while ago, but uh, yeah. how's the wife feel about that? Oh,
1: it's... Oh, that right there—that's like. Oh, do, 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 do. Uh, <laughs> it's a <excite> sight bike. <laughs> it's been, it's,
0: it's been tough. Yeah, <laughs> oh, you're 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 doing the house thing, so
1: that's not that. I mean... here, well, here's the here's the main issue: is this is when I was working up at the theater was when we designed this house, and by we, a lot of it was her because I was I was working so many hours, I was so stressed out. And I couldn't focus on this thing, so she made a lot of the decisions. This is kind of her baby, and a lot of time and money went into this house, which we could get, we'll get the money out. But yeah, if, that's, that's not gonna be a problem. That's gonna be a tough. You know, does that make like? Oh yeah, she sunk so much time into this, and now it's like, wait a minute, now you want to sell and move? So it's it's touchy. We'll we'll see what happens, but. I know
0: what you're saying. You're probably going to be there for a while. And even if you do move now, you're going to have to stay in the same school district, right? Yeah. I mean, you're
1: not, you don't want to. Yeah. I mean, the the, the school district isn't, that's not, I mean, here's the thing with that is they're in Montessori school, which by eighth grade, that school is done. And then they are spit out into whatever high school. They're like the friends that they have now will not be the friends. They're not going to be in the same schools in high school. So literally like we could move anywhere we'd want. And it's not a huge deal. Like, yeah, they have some friends in school but it's not a major thing like they're not it's not like oh wow the friends that they have now they're going to go all through high school with like well, how it, we that, did. That,
0: yeah, we were in a very unique situation and I never realized how unique it was until way later in life. But the kids that I graduated high school with were the kids that I was in kindergarten with. Yeah, a, a lot of. I mean, more of us came together in high school but those kids were in the same class
1: <laughs> yeah, and and here it's not that, and I mean, and the the farther along they go in this Montessori school, more and more kids, the parents will just take them and t- put them into their respective elementary schools because it's almost like, I think us parents know that the longer we keep them in Montessori, the the less they're going to know people in high school. Yeah, so we, I mean, that's the good thing. I actually consider that right now a good thing because we we have time to yeah. It's not like oh we are stuck here like we can do whatever. So well, and you don't necessarily have to build again,
0: you know, because you that's a gigantic pain in the ass,
1: a huge pain in the ass. I just,
0: I've never built for myself, but I've built for many other people with, with yeah. my dad. That's what he used to do is build houses, and I'd watch other people go through it, and I'd see the meetings that they would have at the house. Oh. Well, you got to make this decision and that decision, and decide on this and this and the other thing. And I would, I, even as a kid, I was like, fuck
1: that. And we've done it. Twice now, and it's not easy. But we've—I mean, I'll tell you—we've gotten kind of good at this type of thing. I mean, this is kind of my my job is is designing and and coming up with different ideas for smaller properties. But anyway, yeah, we,
0: we got to get into movies. We I know, into we're movies, um, yeah. we did. We did like uh, five minutes of movies up front, so you know we're kind of evening out here. But yeah. it's time for the roulette. I'm Eric,
1: and I'm
0: Eugene, and let's go to the roulette.
1: It's time to spin the wheel
0: of the movie roulette. Dive in the ocean cinema and try and find those gems in the rough. And on this episode of The Roulette, it is I Am Mother up against the Central Park Five. And I'm up first. I am Mother. A teenage girl is raised underground by a kindly robot mother designed to repopulate the Earth following the extinction of mankind, but their unique bond is threatened when an inexplicable stranger arrives with alarming news. Okay, I'm going to do something that we don't normally do. Normally... uh these kinds of movies when we're recommending them to each other. uh, We say, I'm going to spoil this movie. That usually means it's bad. I'm going to start off by saying, this is a good movie. It's a thumbs up from me. I think you should definitely keep it in the queue. Uh, But I'm also going to spoil this movie. Okay. For you. Oh, okay. The the reason being that... I want to tell you the story of the movie because... <clears throat> I wasn't super, I don't know, I still i am not entirely sure how I feel about the third act, the way the story goes. So, I give the movie a thumbs up, but it's more for technical aspects. This thing looked like it cost $150 million. The CGI in here, the robots, and all the sci-fi stuff is impeccable. It is, uh, I mean, I'm, I was looking at the shit like, oh my lord, does that look awesome. <sighs> It was jaw-dropping, awesome science fiction effects. I mean, amazing. Um, the sets were amazing. It was just, it all looked so completely real, completely believable. Now, where I struggle with the movie a bit is some of the plot stuff and some of the story. For example, the first hour of this movie, I would say, is a slow burn. But you're never bored. It's just like, okay, they're laying out the story, I get it, and the protocols and what's going on, I get it. Then you got a sliver in there where it turns into a bit of a horror movie where it's literally terrifying. And then the woman shows up. Uh what's her name? They have Rose Byrne, but she was the she must have been the voice of the robot mother. Da-da-da-da-da. Hillary Swank, she shows up. And this is where you kind of I mean there she's advancing the plot and w- what she's talking about is interesting and cool and she's like there's other people and we lived in caves and you know the robot had told her everybody's dead, that she's the only one, or that there's a big disease out there, or it's really contagious, you can't go outside. So she's grown up in this compound. But then this woman shows up, and she's like, well, can't we at least go test the air? And the, she starts catching the robot up in lies. Because the robot's been telling her, my readings are impeccable. Okay, you have no reason to question that. But then when she's, this woman shows up, she's like, well, there's reason, maybe one. Maybe they're malfunctioning, maybe we should go outside. And then she finally comes clean that, no, okay, there's no disease out there. The humans wipe themselves out. And the woman is terrified of the robot. They actually attack each other at first. She's terrified of the robot. But she keeps telling, she tells the girl, we gotta get out of here, we gotta break out, there's, you know, she was injured when she arrived, and the girl, after they fixed her up, the girl gave her a plate of food, just like a tray of food. She looked at it like she'd never seen so much food in one place in her life. Okay? That, think about, keep that in mind. Okay. Then she convinces the girl that we got to get out and escape and the robot won't let them go and they have to fight their way out and they get out and they run away and they run through cornfields and they run to a beach where this big tanker is all wrecked and all the uh, cargo is on the beach and just amazing special effects. And it turns out that no, all the people in the caves, the woman was like, well, they started fighting and doing terrible stuff amongst themselves. So I left and they're, they're probably all dead. And you're like, well, then why the hell did you break the girl out? What you should have done is found a way to kill the robot and stay there in that place that was giving you food like crazy. You know, just eat all the food there. Why did you break out? Like, it, was, it didn't make any sense. So eventually the, girl went back to re- the little girl went back to rescue her brother, who was just being born. And, again, armies of robots, amazing special effects, and decided to stay with that robot and raise a, a new order of people for the new world. And wow. hmm. the, the robot went and killed Hillary Swank, went and found her and was like, you really think she was going to stay with you? Fuck you and killed her. Or you presume she did. But because the AI's job was to repopulate the earth after the last uh, uh, with smarter humans instead of the stupid humans that killed themselves off. So, like, I don't know. It was just weird. I don't understand the motivation of the woman. Why did she want to break her out? I get it, you want to be free of the robots and shit, but you didn't have anything to offer. You were all by yourself. what you're just companionship? you just gonna you two are gonna sit there and starve to death. It just didn't make any sense uh, on that front, but the end made sense where she went back to create a whole new race of humans. I got that. I understood that. and at the end, she kind of breaks the fourth wall and the words rise up says I am mother. they meant her. It was so it was kind of a bleak, dark ending, and in a way it was like a long. Black Mirror episode, so I do recommend you give it a shot. You will. I I don't think you'll be bored. Even the slow burn stuff was interesting. I mean, hour. I think it was an hour forty, smidge long. Yeah. But it was. It was not a deal breaker, and it, it it kept changing pace. Like after that hour of slow burn, then it got faster and faster and faster, and turned into this big sci-fi epic for a little bit. It, I mean, it was crazy. Uh, so I think you should check it out. But I'm not sitting here going. Eight out of ten. I, I'd probably give it like a six and a half or a seven. But I think you should watch. You know, the story wise, you should give it a watch.
1: Nice. Okay. Well, that's I consider your review pretty pretty thumbs up ish. Pretty thumbs up ish. But go and you know, I, I
0: feel like there was such a better third act to this story. What we wanted to see is her get out and join the humans and fight off the robots and kill the you know Skynet. Yeah. But then it turned out that the woman was lying, which didn't make sense. And two, that it wasn't Skynet. It was trying to rebuild the human race, but they were, she was doing it in, in, Oh, I, I, now I left, there's plenty of spoilers in there. I didn't give you on some twists and turns of the dark shit. So yeah, there was one part where the girl made a discovery. She did some investigation. Oh, I was like, Oh man, that's creepy, but that's the way that robots think. Pure
1: logic. Okay. Over to you. Uh, the Central Park Five, directed by the always fantastic Ken Burns, who also directed the more recent uh, Vietnam documentary that you and I both watched that is the be-all end-all of Vietnam, in my personal opinion. Uh, this was a safe bet, and I was not disappointed. I, um... Unlike you, I'm not going to... Sp- I don't want to say too... How much do you know about this story?
0: I... Just what I've kind of learned from the stuff the president has said, as far as uh, five or six black and Latino people were accused of raping a girl in New York City, and then they were exonerated.
1: Yeah, uh,
0: that's that's all. Yeah, I they, know. they spent
1: between six to thirteen years in prison. Um, and oh then, shit! So this yeah. was a while ago. Yeah, and then they were then the actual the actual serial rapist came forward and admitted guilt. Uh, so this. Oh, so they they caught? Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Okay. What is the question about this then? Well, the question is just that the, the, uh, where, where the justice system failed. Where okay. these, basically, these five innocent people were at the wrong place in the wrong city at the very, very, very wrong time. Police went, I don't want to spoil too much, but police went to a uh, quick wrap this up and done. We got, we got them. We're moving on. And, you know, justice has been served. And, it, Totally, totally not. And there are so many different. Oh, how do I? It's there are so many different. It's it feels like, like this could almost and maybe it was be made into a, like a not documentary but an actual movie movie because um, it just has those tropes of like, nah, the the cops are like, what were you well, thinking? Ava, du,
0: I don't know, I'm gonna screw up her name. Ava Duvernay. I think she also made a docudrama about it where it's part doc, part drama. Don't quote me on that. You know who she is? She directed, um. Oh, shit. She directed that movie with Oprah Winfrey, the sci fi thing, uh, Wrinkle in Time. Oh, okay. And she's directing a big DC movie next. Um. Yeah. The New Gods. And she got Tom King to write it. Tom, Tom King is the writer on Batman. He's my current favorite. Ah, writer. cool. So, anyway, yeah, I'm looking forward to that coming together.
1: Anyway, sorry. Yeah, so, it's just interesting to see how they were pretty much coerced into admitting guilt, and it, you've seen this stuff before in movies, in, in, like, in cop dramas or cop throws or whatever, and it's like, here it is, you feel, I mean, I, I wish, I I wasn't quite as drawn in as I was with Vietnam, but again, Vietnam was, what, 11 hours or more? Yeah, 17, and, I think. Yeah, this was two hours, I was never bored. Uh but a movie like this can get very frustrating for me when there is that whole injustice thing uh so prob you know so prevalent knowing that these guys they did nothing wrong and it's it 's angering and so it 's not a really happy feel good yay but it 's still a great documentary it 's very very well made and even at two hours i wasn 't bored it could have been longer honestly but um man that guy 's makes good movies good yeah. documentaries so I, yeah, big thumbs up. You should check it out sometime. I, I mean, but I, uh, it's, it's again, like if a lot of the documentaries you and I watch are not uplifting or like, yeah, that was great. Man, I feel good. Just go in knowing that that's this type of movie. You're not going to be going in like, I when, mean, but at the end of it, there is justice, right? There so, is. And, but it's surprising. Like the, I don't want to say too much. It just, it just kind of like, here's the facts. Here's what happens. The end, and there isn't a big. Yes, okay. They, they, you know, put the screws to the justice system. It's not that quite. Yeah. It's just kind of, Bleh. but that's the way it went down. I'm assuming. So, anyway, if it gets my I mean It gets a thumbs up from me, but I probably won't watch it again. Having said that, I'm not sure if I'll ever watch Vietnam again either. Those are that's just heavy. yeah. The,
0: the, those aren't the kind of things that we like to rewatch a lot. Yeah. Okay. Next round, coming your way, Beneath the Leaves. It's on Netflix, hour 30. An escaped psychopathic child killer faces off against one of his former victims, who has since become a hard-nosed detective, Mira Sorvino and Doug Jones. And on Hoopla, two hours, but this is a highly recommend. A young reformed gambler must return to playing big stakes poker to help a friend pay off loan sharks. While balancing his relationship with his girlfriend and his commitments to law school, Matt Damon, Ed Norton, Gretchen Mall John Malkovich, John Turturro, Martin Landau. I own this movie on Blu-ray. I love this movie. Um, how are you with poker? Like, do you understand what's going on in Casino Royale yep. when they're playing? Po- yeah, and you're good. You'll you'll be fine. I love this movie. It's a very understated movie. Uh, one thing I noticed when I bought the Blu-ray, and the only reason I did is because I found it like stupid cheap. I was like, ah, oh, what the hell? The it, the score is very, very understated, like light, jazzy kind of thing, and it really pops in our surround sound. I'd really love for you to watch that if you're gonna uh, the Blu-ray version, but okay. we'll settle for the Hoopla if you decide to pick it because, uh, <clears throat> yeah, I. It would be better if you know if you even like the movie before you even give a shit about the soundtrack. And lastly is Into of the Damned, which I've read this long synopsis many times. It's on Canopy, hour 14 minutes, 1975.
1: Okay, and heading your way first up is Murder Mystery, starring Adam Sandler and Jennifer Aniston. Luke Evans is in this. PG-13, it's an hour and 37 minutes action comedy, crime deal, whatever. And it's another one of those Netflix movies starring Adam Sandler. And there, you know, some of them aren't too bad. I believe that the last one that you actually picked... You liked. Uh, I forget what it was.
0: it was. He was an assassin or something? And yeah, he, I remember. David,
1: he, David Spade? Uh, maybe. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, but you liked that one, and there was a western that he did that I thought was pretty funny as well. Uh, okay, a New York cop and his wife go to a, a, on a European vacation to reinvigorate the spark in their marriage, but end up getting framed and on the run for the death of an elderly billionaire. And I, to me, I bet this is relatively safe. It's probably going to be good enough that it's not going to be like, well, I hate my life. Uh, but there are some other choices, too. Next up is a movie called Headcount. Uh, this is probably your most roulette of the bunch. Uh, this one is on Hoopla. A group of teenagers unknowingly summon a paranormal presence during their weekend trip to the Joshua Tree Desert. The, this monster mimics their appearances to hide among them. It sounds very, very... It follows to me. Uh, and some of the reviews have stated... This is a bit of a It Follows knockoff. I don't rec- recognize any of the actors in the movie, but uh, it might be good. It's something that I would pick. And last...
0: <laughs> that, that's, that's not a good endorsement. No, that's an
1: awful <laughs> endorsement. Awful. Uh, next up is Cop Car, starring Kevin Bacon. So immediately it's going to have... Good Kevin Bacon acting, I'm sure. Oh, Uh, this was high on my list to throw you
0: last week, but I just had something else that I was like, well, that's a little more Eugene. Uh, So I I saw it pop up. I couldn't even remember. I thought you had actually watched it already. I don't
1: recall. I mean, it's 2015, so it's four years old now. Um, Oh, anyway, a small town sheriff sets out to find the two kids who have taken his car on a joyride. Um, John Watts. Who's John? He's directed this thing. Oh, yeah. he didn't he do the Amazing Spider-Man 1 and 2? Ah, oh, he did. Yes, yeah, Spider-Man Homecoming. No. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh who, did, Home- who did Amazing Spider-Man and Far From Home and um Mark Webb. Oh, Clown is Clown the movie where the guy puts on the clown outfit and the the yeah, and the mask like starts gluing gets glued to his face. Oh, that was that was
0: Homecoming director?
1: Yeah, that's crazy. That's like wow. That, I, that clown movie feels kind of like a calling card like he that felt low budget but that was pretty good and then went on to do i guess cop car was his i'm assuming indie type movie and then um i believe it got really high reviews yeah. i got to look at this john watts guy
0: cuz that's that's impressive hold on here minor derail um uh, bunch of Music videos here. Eugene! Exclamation point! TV movie. That was his first movie. Oh, really? <laughs> well, then you have to pick that because it's a, it's a part of me. Uh, clown, cop car, and the two Spider-Man movies. Wow, that I mean, four for four, probably.
1: Clown. I thought Clown was awesome. Nah, yeah, that was really no. good. I mean, I just remember it was being it was at first kind of funny and then it got really almost dark, depressing, and gory and I need to watch that again.
0: <laughs> yeah, all the happy fun times. Okay, I will. uh You know, you throw me comedies, and every once in a while, I'd say, ah, why not? Well, I'll take murder mystery. Because oh. why not?
1: Oh, you are. Oh,
0: so cop car gets a pass. Oh, wow.
1: Okay. Yeah, well, maybe next time. Okay, and for you, sir. Oh, and for me. Um, you know, rounders seems like something that uh, that might be more of a an anniversary anniversary, I guess, type of thing to where it's like. Here you go on Blu-ray, um, and then I throw something horish your way. So I'm gonna take um, because I've had two really solid roulettes. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw the dice on beneath the leaves. Mira Sorvino, maybe.
0: Uh, oh, 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 you are taking a chance on that one. <laughs> That's all right. You, you had a good one last week, so you're it's okay. Yeah, I had a good run. I had a good run. You're good and lubed up and ready for oh, another roulette. Yep,
1: ready for the spiky dildo.
0: <laughs> okay, there you go. Next episode of the roulette. It will be murder mystery up against beneath the leaves, and it's time to move on to our top ten of the month. Would you like to? I would like to hear you describe this genre because you picked it. Okay. Uh, because I thought there was some a little bit of a vagary there. And so I wanted to hear what was in your head.
1: Okay. And I'm glad that there is. That's why, kind of why I am like, here was my idea and I just wanted to kind of both of us to run with it. Um, I thought we would, it would be fun to do a top 10 most beautiful people in a movie. And that means five women, five men. So it's equal opportunity here. And this is literally like, you could pick Kurt Russell from The Thing as McCready because He's a grizzly, badass whatever. Okay, it's, okay, so when I say that though, when you say that though, you're picking the character.
0: You're not picking the act I mean
1: Well yeah, kinda a little bit of for me, for what with what my list looks like, it's a little bit of both. It's it's mainly the actor's presence and how they present themselves in the movie. So it's a little bit of a little bit of both. Like they're because I especially one, I'm like, it's not but just But you this. did
0: pick a movie for each
1: Oh yes, definitely. every one of these has a specific movie.
0: Okay, so good. So it is the character for that particular... Yeah. Because, I mean, we're Brad Pitt's probably popping up on your list at some point, or, you know, somebody like that. Yeah. I, I mean, well, shit, in every movie he's good looking. Uh, whereas if you pick a specific one,
1: then you're yep. talking about the character. Right? Every single okay. movie has a... Sp- or every single actor has a specific movie I'm talking about.
0: Okay, so. well, I'm up first. We'll start with number five uh, for the women, because <clears throat> ladies first. And I picked, and I kind of threw this list together. I thought it would be difficult. Actually, it was pretty easy. Oh, mine was easy. Yeah. Number five for me is, and here's another another part of the game I want to play is I want to say the character and see if you know what movie it's from. Oh, okay. Uh, number five for me is Alabama Whitman. Mm, nope.
1: That nope. would be
0: True Romance. Patricia Arquette. Oh, okay. She is absolutely adorable in that movie. She is a strong woman. She fights for herself. Uh, she also has a very soft, tender side. And it's just... a it, It's a true romance. I love that movie, and she is gorgeous in it. Uh, that's about all. Uh, number number five on the women for you?
1: Okay, number five for me is... I'll, I'll tell you the... I, I guess I'll do that, too. I didn't think about that, but that's... Let's see if you can guess this. There's only... Ooh there's very few that I've got that I think that you're going to guess who the actual that's yeah, fine I, and, and there's some there's someone here that I wouldn't even
0: have known the name. Yeah. I I I knew the role or the movie but I didn't even know what their name was. So uh number 5 for me is Belle. Well, I mean from Beauty and the Beast.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay, which one?
1: Hmm, didn't think about that. The cartoon is pretty sexy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I resent that tone, sir. <laughs> um, uh, Hermione Granger? Okay, okay.
0: Well, uh, I, it makes a difference, the cartoon yeah. or Hermione Granger. But yeah. um, uh, there's also uh, the... Well, she probably wasn't named Belle, but there was also... Uh, shit. Linda Hamilton, back in the, what, 90s. She did a Beauty and the
1: Beast TV show. Oh, she did, I, yeah, that, that's right. Oh. But she probably wasn't named Belle. No. But Emma Watson, uh, immediately, like when I think of beautiful uh, woman, Emma Watson is immediately, I knew that somewhere she'd be on that list. Uh, And and I like the fact that she's not just beautiful, but she is a truly, legit, great actress, I think. She was really good in this.
0: I'm pretty sure you wanted the cartoon version, you sick freak perv person. Well, I
1: I totally, openly admit that there are some, I mean, uh... Take your pick, Anna or Elsa from Frozen. Ooh, Weird, though, Why not at the same time, sisters? You Ice- freaking oh, weirdo. I know. Icy <sighs> mm.
0: Mm. number four for me is Jessica Rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's how this list is going to go. Uh, no, oh. I'm no, I'm not kidding. Uh, voiced by Kathleen Turner, who in is almost could have made the list uh, back in the day. Uh, um, what was that movie? Shit. Ah, it was written by the guy that wrote Empire Strikes Back. He made a movie back in the eighties. I can't remember what it's called now. She's, I got the Blu-ray of it. She's in it with William Hurt. Oh, she, she is a stunner or was back in the day, but she voices Jessica Rabbit and does that breathy, almost kind of smokers. Oh, Jessica Rabbit's hot. It's a cartoon. It's not weird. Yes, it is. Back to you. Number four.
1: Okay. Number four for me is the uh, character in the movie is Julie James. There's no way that you're going to guess that, but... No, but
0: let me guess a movie. Is okay. it that um, dumbass dancing on, uh, on bar tables movie?
1: Coyote Ugly? <laughs>
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, well, I, I took... That Sound like a name from the, that kind of creative
1: bunch. <laughs> it's funny, There, there's... Um, I would say there's three of the five women on my list were, like, immediate, like, this... And this is one of them where I'm like, okay, well, this obviously is going to go there, and it's... it's I, it's probably because of the time that it came out, and my age, and my hormones, and all that stuff. Um, so this would be Jennifer Love Hewitt in "I Know What You Did Last Summer."
0: Oh, okay, fair enough. I yeah.
1: uh, oh, she was, this was like the peak of Jennifer Love Hewitt. Uh, Honestly, I was waiting for you to say Jennifer Love Hewitt, and can't hardly wait. <clears throat> oh, she was so so beautiful in that movie too. But I know what you did last summer as a slasher, and I just this is like one of my first movies. I'm like, who is this? Who is, who's she? And, and I know that the movie is a bit dated and she's really pouty and mopey in it, and, but I don't care. She's just gorgeous in this movie. She doesn't really age either. She's still,
0: she's still, yeah, she's impressive. Uh, speaking of women who don't age, number three for me is Persephone.
1: Persephone. Now that I have heard of. That, that sounds so familiar, but let me just take a wild, Crazy wild guess, Persephone. Um, oh man, I know that name. I, I know that name. Is it, um, Jennifer Tilly from
0: Bound? No. No, no but that's a fine guess. That could have made the list. I'm yeah, I know.
1: Oof. Gina Gershon? Mm. Monica Bellucci. Oh. No. From the Matrix. Movies. I was just gonna say the ma- the what would the movie have been? Because obviously not uh the shoot 'em up because you hated no. that movie. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I forgot she was even in that movie. Yeah. Ugh. Uh yeah, the Matrix two and three. And the reason she slipped a little bit is because again, I'm grading the character and how they are as a bit as a a person, but she doesn't really do a whole lot. I mean her magical power is she can make women orgasm by a piece of chocolate cake. Mm-hmm. And she tells lies and stuff. I don't know, whatever. But uh, yeah, Monica Bellucci, in my opinion, all time beauty.
1: Agree. Number three. Um, boy, that that honestly was an oversight. And I mean, even even the most recent James Bond movie. I mean, she's got. She, what is she pushing fifty? She's, she's oh beautiful. no, no. She, I think she might be pushing sixty. Wow, and she's married. I'll, to, I'll look it up while yeah. you give me your number three. And she's married to Vincent Cassell. That's that's just that's a pretty fine looking couple right there. Um, okay, so number three for me, and this one here is maybe a knee-jerk reaction because I watched the movie not that terribly long ago, and I've only seen this actress in one movie, but uh, she was so good in the movie, and she's so beautiful, uh, and that is Matilda Anna Ingrid Lutz, and this is the lady from the movie Revenge that I watched this past oh. past year, Wait, was that her
0: actual name? Or was that her character name?
1: That's her, that's, she's from Italy. (laughs) I thought that was the character name. I was like, what the hell movie is that? (laughs) But, uh, I, I love, like, I loved her character in this movie because she's, she was likable and beautiful and then a badass and just everything, everything about the whole package was great. And I, when I was making this list, I'm like, I should pick someone with a bunch of more credentials. But I'm like, you know what? She pops into my head and I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna put her down because. She's awesome. Yeah, sorry,
0: I'm doing some math here. She is 55. 55. Ooh. And she still is a knockout. Okay, yeah. uh, number two. Number two for me is Celine.
1: Celine. That's the character
0: That's the character name. Okay.
1: I just feel like with you it's gonna be everything's gonna be science fiction-y, so I'm just trying to think of something science fiction-y. Celine. No last
0: name, just Celine.
1: Oh. There were six movies. Damn, I was almost going to say from Dust to Dawn, Selma Hayek, but uh, that's Satanico Pandemonium or whatever. Whoa, yep. why didn't I put that on the list? Um, uh, that's in my
0: honorable mentions. No, okay.
1: <laughs> uh, six of them. Um, and she was only in five. She was only in five of them or part five? Five of them of them. Um, so I. I'm drawing a blank. I have no idea. Kate Beckinsale. Oh yay! Mm-hmm. Oh hey.
0: yay! I mean, I'm not grading the movies, but I mean, her no, 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 no. Like, oh, I'm saying, like, second... Underworld, right? Yeah, from mm. that first and second movie in the little tight leather, and uh, the reason that she didn't make number one is because yeah, can't go out at, in the daytime. <laughs> That's a bummer. Yeah. Kind of a pain. So you went to number
1: two. And she might kill you. That's right. Number two for you. Number two for me is... Uh, let me just... You want me to give you the character name? Sure. Okay. This should honestly be number one, but my number one is so, like, above and beyond that I'm like, I... Sorry, this this one here can't be number one. Sorry. Um, her name in the movie was Ginny. Uh, Forrest Gump? No. But good guess. That's Je- Jenny. This is Ginny. Je- Jenny, Ginny.
0: <laughs> I wish I could turn into a bird and fly away. I wish you could give me AIDS, Ginny. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, um,
0: no, I don't know. I, uh, I mean, unless this is a Harry Potter thing. No. There was a Ginny in
1: there, too, wasn't there? Oh, there was. No, oh, that was Harry Potter's future wife. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, uh... That would be uh, Friday the Thirteenth Part Two, and that is Amy Steele. I think that Amy Steele is just gorgeous and kind of the everyday lady or whatever. I, she just—I know what you mean by yeah, that. Yeah, she just has natural great looks.
0: And Amy Steele. Okay, okay, I got it. I, I want—I got to see what she looks like. I don't. I
1: don't know. She is. Oh yeah.
0: Um, what else? What, I'm not sure from Friday the Thirteenth Part Two. April Fool's Day.
1: Yeah, she was in that. Um, but she, I mean, for a lot of us slasher horror fans, Amy Steele is, like, the scream queen. Like, I would pick her any day over uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. Personally, that's just me personally. I just, she was so great in Friday the 13th Part 2.
0: All right, fair enough.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh Okay, number one for me. Carolina. Nope. <laughs> uh, El Mariachi, or Desperado. Desperado. Salma Hayek.
1: Oh, Salma Hayek. Oh. oh. Ooh. Yeah, you know what? Now that I think about that, I might even put that character over Satanico Pandemonium from Dusted On. I did, because that was
0: the first one I put down was Santum whatever the hell her name was. And then I was like, yeah, but she got real ugly. Mm-hmm. So I'll go with the one that's... Light and fluffy, and can walk in the daylight again. I apparently I'm taking lots of walks in the daylight. Number one for you, I, and again, this is—it was all pretty arbitrary. I, I could, you could swap any of these around. For in my, I, yeah, I
1: agree. I agree. I agree. <laughs> bag. I'm just not that picky. <laughs> um.
0: Oh, is somebody moving in, or what's going on outside your window? No, just, just angry face again.
1: Kids, just. <laughs> <clears throat> kids. Um, number one <laughs> for me is Francois. Fr- oh, shit. The beach. Boy, there that you movie go.
0: really, you really turned around on that movie the second oh, time around.
1: <laughs> oh, I love that movie. And I love Virginie Lodoyen, I believe. Mm. Lodoyen, I, I think. Uh, she's from Paris. And she is, she is the most beautiful woman I have ever seen in a movie. Like she's beautiful in that movie.
0: We we have types. If you look at this list, we have types. You you're a little more petite and I'm a little
1: more big and curvy. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Emma Watson, Jennifer Love. Yeah. Oh, but she is. <sighs>
0: <sighs> <laughs> I'm looking at Al- Patricia Arquette Jessica Rabbit, Persephone. <laughs> 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 yep. Alright, there you go. Uh Ready, ready to, uh, I'm sure this is just going to, this is not going to spiral out of control at all. Let's do the dudes.
1: Yep. right away. Uh, And let's, let's do
0: them. ah, damn it. (laughs) Might be the title, huh? Maybe. We'll see. I'm sure it's going to get much worse. Number five for me is Superman. Do you want to guess which one?
1: I'm, I'm guessing, uh, Hellraiser guy, uh, uh. Henry Cavill. Henry, Henry Cavill.
0: Yep, I'll go with him. I, that is, dude is just a damn beefcake. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's willing to just jump in the tub fully clothed with you and cradle mm-hmm. you. And yeah. also, you know, super Superman.
1: Yeah. Well, I he's got a kind of a hairy chest, too, so he's kind of a bear. Kinda, a, little, a little
0: that. bit, a little bit. Yep. We can work on that. Yep. That's why he's at number five.
1: Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, this <laughs> is <laughs> number five for you. This, it's it's the uh, same. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> um, so I guess for me, number... <laughs> Um, well, shit, now I'm... Yeah, that's the right one. Um, The Driver. Oh, from, uh, Driver. Er, Drive. What? No.
0: The Dri... Wasn't that his name?
1: Did that guy have a name? Oh, I guess... Okay, wait, I thought his name was The Driver. Frank Martin. Sorry about that.
0: Frank Martin. Well...
1: What the hell? Yeah, I know who Frank Martin is. <laughs> I thought Jason was, Statham. Yeah, I thought that. I, I haven't seen those movies in so long. I, I thought that, like, oh, he's just known as the driver. No, I think the guy from Drive is known as the driver. Are you like putting lotion on your hands? Are you ready to, you know, choke one out during? Well, or? you know, you got to do what you
0: got to do. <laughs> I came to this party prepared, sir. Yes, I don't know what you're did. doing.
1: There's a reason Skype only films from the waist up. <laughs> Then see, I've got a cup here that I can – anyway. Um, what? What? I don't know. What's the a... end of
0: that sentence?
1: Oh, yeah, the end was, was me was me ejaculating into the cup. Oh, into the cup. Yeah, That's... so that it's not doesn't make a messy on my hands. Oh, um, oh yeah. all right. Yeah. Frank uh, – uh, yeah, anyway, Frank Martin, speaking of which, he's all greased up in the first only
0: on number five, damn
1: it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's see. We're all nervous and edgy now. Um <laughs> Uh, but in the first one is when he gets done he get a whole bunch of grease poured on him and then he's like also also a hairy chested dude but he is bald. My number five at least had hair. Yeah, that's true. But your your number five didn't get covered in like this oily grease and like there was a karate or a kung fu type oh. scene with greasy.
0: Oily. You are right. You are yeah. right. And we all know that as history shows on this show. You have you you like that. I do. I do. It's it's a trope. <laughs> okay. <laughs> number four for me is I couldn't find a, a good example of a film, but I wanted this actor in there, because he's a hunk. So I picked Janik. Janik? Oh, you just re-watched this not too long ago.
1: Oh, um... Is that a character in Aliens? No, no, that's not a character in Aliens. I don't... Ah, you're close! You're real warm! You're real warm! Well, I know, um. <laughs> <laughs> I, a predator? <laughs> no. Uh,
0: that would be Idris Elba from oh. Prometheus. Uh,
1: that's, actually, he got dropped off the list because of another, another guy, and it was for that movie, for Prometheus. Cause you don't like black guys, that's why. <laughs> uh, well, wait, was there a, damn it. Who's the third? Yeah, he should have made the list, cause he, He's, he is, in. I actually put down honorable mention, I have Idris Elba anything. Like, I put, just put down yeah. anything that he's in. Yeah, yep.
0: It's very soon, probably, uh, didn't he get cast as Bond?
1: Oh, I I wish, man. He. I No, think no,
0: I'm I, serious, I think he did. Really? Man, I, mean, I, I think he's going to replace Dan- I think Daniel Craig's doing one more, and then he's up next. That's, I think my that's really my thing
1: with that is, like, he's, I mean, he's not young anymore. He's in his 40s, and that's fine, but it seems like with Bond, they try to get him in their 30s-ish so that they can they have a 10-year span in the in the series or whatever and that's yeah, like
0: but, but Roger Moore was playing it until well, he was like 70 or something yeah. so
1: I would love to see Idris Elba as Bond I think he would be great his accent his yeah his toned marble god body yeah. <laughs> his acting chops too <laughs> and the cup is filled ladies and gentlemen <laughs> There you go. There's the title. Your cup is filled. (laughs) Number four for you. Um, uh, Daniel Craig. Oh shit! I should have said 007. Damn it! Because then you would have had to guess which James Bond. But it's fairly obvious. It would be. Uh, Yeah, it would have been Daniel Craig. But especially Casino Royale, when he's walking out of. I don't know why. Of course, I'm having specific scenes that I have to talk about. But because (laughs) he's because he's wet and glistening. Yeah, and it's got the kind of the 60s style uh, bathing suit on. It's. I wish the, I wish the audience could see your face
0: because he's almost turning red with how turned on he is.
1: It's the coffee; it's really warm. Uh-huh. <laughs> but, uh huh. But just yeah, just the blonde hair and the just the uh, the blue eyes, the yeah. Nazi
0: poster boy. I see that Idris Elba got kicked off the list for yes, that's good. yeah. That's
1: good. <laughs> I knew that this this the guy's one was going to go just straight to hell. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Number three. <laughs>
1: The only movie that is
0: on both of my lists, Desperado, Antonio oh, Banderas. Come on, Antonio back then, shit, he's he's in the bathroom slicking his hair back into that ponytail because he's ready to go start some shit, and he plays a mean guitar, I mean, come on, it's pretty hot.
1: Yep, I cannot argue there, that's... <sighs> number three for you. Okay, number three for me is Seth Gecko. <laughs> <sighs>
0: Honorable mention for me is Seth Gecko. <laughs> oh, we
1: imagine. are so gay. Oh, just uh, this big, just a huge pile up, just bodies and sweat. Might, we
0: might have uh opposite ends of the spectrum for um, our types and women, but we're we're pretty dead on when it oh, comes to yeah, the dudes.
1: We we like them burly and muscly <laughs> and sweaty and gross, <laughs> kind of tattooed up and everybody be cool, you be cool. Hmm. I, you know what? I guess uh, now that I see this list, Juliet Lewis in this movie uh, playing. The... No, no, no. She's underage in that movie. Don't no. what?
0: Isn't she? Really? I thought she was playing, like, yeah, because uh, the other guy... Oh,
1: yeah, because he can, Tarantino's character is such a pervy perv. If you want to pick Juliette Lewis, you can. Just pick a later movie. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Which, she, I, she's hit, hit or miss with me, like, sometimes, like, for... I, actually, for uh, Natural Born Killers, there was, like, ah, she was badass in that. But then there's other movies where she's in, I'm like, no, no. But anyway, from Dustin on, way it's great. The, way of the gun. Yeah... <laughs> And mm. Christmas vacation. I, I'm guessing she's underage in that one too. But anyway, uh, yep. from Dustin on was great, and Seth Gecko was great, and he he can talk. Uh, no, I'm not going anywhere. Good with that. so I'm going to go back to you.
0: <laughs> he can talk, and then you quit. Well, <laughs> you I was can.
1: gonna I was gonna give a line from the movie, and he can yell yeah. that in my face all day long, and I don't. It's but it no, it's it's very much a. Uh, I'm a twink and he. No, no. <laughs> uh,
0: number two for me is Tyler Durden. And, <laughs> I mean, you want to talk about Chiseled Out of Absolute Marble? Yeah, you know who that is, right?
1: Yes. Surely. Yep, okay. Brad Pitt from
0: Fight Club. But the reason it's, it's dropped a smidge is because even in that performance, he looks like he smells... If you know what I mean. Yeah. That doesn't look like a guy who's buying
1: soap. Yeah. He makes it. Doesn't mean he uses it. He looks like he smells like whiskey and cigarettes and sweat. Yes. Which shape be Bring it on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Perfect. But he's the kind of
0: guy that, yay, yeah, hey, you know, with his different personalities, he could be a tender lover and a very aggressive, <laughs> angry
1: one. I don't know. <laughs> uh-huh. And, uh, number two for you? Uh, number two for me is Tyler Dernan from, uh, from Shut the fuck up, are you serious? <laughs> yeah, number two. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yep. Wow. Whew, I'm hot and bothered. <laughs> but, uh, just the leather coat and the... Especially the scene where he... I, is it where right after he... Uh, right after Edward Norton kicks the complete ever-loving shit out of Jared Leto... And Brad Pitt's standing there with the shirt off and cigarette dangling out of his mouth—is that that's there's a no, scene where it, it, it was a different fight. It wasn't that fight. That that fight he he left towards
0: the end of that fight. Okay, don't ask me. I know every damn scene of that movie. I've yeah. watched it way too many times. It's embarrassing.
1: I will say honorable mention though is also Brad Pitt from Troy, where he was oh yeah, <laughs> just shit. golden bronze everywhere. Achilles, yes. Okay. Okay. Number one
0: for me is. See if you can guess what movie this guy is from. Indiana Jones. <laughs> oh. I'm... Okay. Uh... <laughs> uh, I don't know. He just was always the epitome of man when I was growing up. Yeah. I was like, that's what you wanted to be. He's an adventurer, but he can get the ladies, but... You know, he's the kind of guy that will take you on trips around the world and adventure, and, and yeah. he's good-looking, and he's cool, and... All hey. of a sudden, he's saying, it, "You know, it
1: hurts here, and it hurts here, it's and it here. Hurts here, and here, and here." And, and then
0: the, the, the cut part of that scene where where he put said, "It hurts here" on his dick. And, <laughs> and <laughs> 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 uh, to added
1: sound effects so that our listeners know exactly, like oh, that was a oh that was a dick sucking joke.
0: Yeah. Oh, I, I'm sure <laughs> they got it. <laughs> yeah. They got it. And the holy grail is filled again. Yes. <laughs> You have chosen wisely.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I could just do okay. this the rest of the episode, like literally. Just uh, you're
0: number one, please. Um,
1: oh, I mean, come on! You know, number one for me. I mean, Maverick, oh, uh, of course. Oh, I, yeah, I kind of assumed yeah. actually. It was actually it was between Maverick and uh, Chris Hemsworth from Thor, but I'm like, ah, oh, you know what? I got to go with my boy,
0: it's, it's,
1: it's Tom. Literally,
0: the same size as your boy.
1: Yep, <laughs> just a, kind of a short little, short little dude. But, um, uh, you know, pick, was pick just Pick them
0: up with your hands and put them in the cockpit there. Yep.
1: Ah, <laughs> oh, just the, the, the tank tops and the whitey tighties and the aviators in the bathrooms and the, you know, sweaty whispering to each other moments of the movie and volleyball and flying in that F-14 and the, the, the singing together like the karaoke and riding the crotch rocket and like, yeah, fuck yeah, America. And, Giving the high, f- like lots of high fives, and back in the bathroom again, like the girls' bathroom, and then, you know, like him and Ice Man are like lip to lip, like almost, and they're like, you know, that's right, Ice, I am dangerous, or something like that, something awesome like that, you know. And then and with Goose dying, and and Ice Man is like, I'm sorry about your friend Mav, and it's like that that heat in the locker room and. Yeah,
0: <laughs> oh, Tom. I was I, I so bad that it was your turn for the first intro because that whole thing would be in there. You <laughs> just listing random things in Top Gun that are totally unrelated. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Judas. <laughs> oh. Okay, do uh, you want to do honorable mentions, or do you like? Con- to continue to list random things. <laughs> oh, I, could, I could keep right on
1: going with this, but
0: I'll, we'll do honorable mentions. Okay, my honorable mentions for the women. This is like, we'll do a rapid fire round because we need to move on. Uh, Tina Carlisle. There's no way you know who that is. No. That would be Cameron Diaz in the mask, in that red dress. Oh, yummy. She was on my wall when I was in high school, my friend. Uh, Ginger Knowles. That should ring a bell. No? No. Halle Berry in Swordfish. Mmm, not a good choice. Yeah, brawn panties.
1: Lilu Oh, I know this one. Lilu Dallas Multipass? Oh, I know this one, but I can't I can't think of the movie. Fifth Element,
0: Mila Jovovich. Oh, yes, okay. And this one, I guarantee you won't know. I had to look it up, but this one made my list. Let's see if I can say it right. Uh Chrisabella Androili. Androili. Really. That would be Connie Nielsen in The Devil's Rejects. And she was sporting that red hair that was curly. It was Keanu's sister. The Devil's Spoiler. Rejects? Not oh sorry, not Devil's Rejects. Uh Devil's in the title. What is it? Um With Al Pacino? Keanu Oh Reeves. yes,
1: yes, yes, yes. Um the Devil's Advocate. There you go. Thank you. Remember?
0: At the end of that movie? Yep. Uh, she was also super duper crazy hot and super troopers, but it was, a uh,
1: devil's advocate where I was like, oh, yes, her. Okay. Give me your honorable mention women, please. Honorable mention for me is Charlize Theron in, I guess I should, again, I should be saying the, the character's name, but, uh, in Prometheus, actually. I thought that she was just so incredibly beautiful in Prometheus. Just that she's kind of a badass and kind of a bitchy character. And, you know, her and Idris Elba are like, you know, doing their, doing their pre-sex. I was act. ready to watch him bone. Oh yeah, me too. Like that would have been a, moof. That would have been a, a whack-off session there. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> a I cup know. filler. Yes. Yeah. Cup filler. That's a good one. Uh, okay, this one here, I, there's no way that you're going to get guess this one, but uh, we'll see. Elise Sellis. Elise? Hmm, no, I don't know. That would be Emily Blunt from the Adjustment Bureau in that oh, okay. red dress. I only watched it one time. Okay, beautiful, beautiful. I actually, any movie that she's in, I think that she's stunning. Um, and then lastly, hold on here, because I need to find out her name in the movie. There it is. I hate it when you go onto IMDb and it's cast listed by, uh, you know, first build only. I'm like, come on. Do the, do the most, like, because then it's like, you know, dude walking down the street is the first, I hate that. Here it is. Okay. Teresa Gazelle. Nope. That's Vera Farmiga from oh, Running Scared. Oh, stop there.
0: Uh, I liked her even better in... Uh, what was the one she did with Leo? The Departed. Oh, yeah. She's so pretty, man. Yeah, that actually... Like, we did a, a goof-around casting. Like, me and my friends do that sometimes. Who would play you? Who would play your wife? Who would play your brother? Who would play blah, blah, blah? And Vera Farmiga... Yeah, it's usually who I cast as my wife. She looks kind of like her, so...
1: Yeah, I just especially running scared. I loved her character in Running Scared. Yep. Such a such a good underrated movie, by the way. Yep, Gem in the Rough. Yes, that is. Um, okay, that's it for the women.
0: Okay, my turn again. Okay, for the dudes, I got Seth Gecko, obviously King Leonidas.
1: King Leonidas. King Leonidas. Is that um, not Russell Crowe. Um, is that, uh, the, the one guy that played the Hulk, Eric Banner? No.
0: No, but good guess. He was in that movie as well, I think. That would be Gerard Butler from 300. Ah, yes. Ooh, Wasn't one. Eric Banner in that movie? Man, I feel like he was, but I'm not 100%. Maybe, uh, you know what? I'm crossing, I'm, I'm mixing it up with, uh, Troy. He was in Troy. Okay. I know that for sure. And lastly, I have Mad Max, and I wrote either. Just either. <laughs> either. What yeah. about you?
1: Tell me about your your dudes that just missed the list. Just missed the list. Uh, Idris Elba, obviously, that was one of them. And then I actually uh, put down, and I mean, if I say the the character's name, you're going to know the movie. So I'll just say it, it was Arnold Schwarzenegger from Conan the Barbarian. Just the, it just. A god in that movie, chiseled and. Mm. Yeah,
0: oh, well, we definitely have the same taste in men. I don't know what that says about us. <laughs> oh yeah, I know. It's almost like the yeah. Actually, the... I do know what that says about us. I just <laughs> yeah, it, a lot. <laughs> yeah,
1: a little too much maybe. Oh, yep. And there's a couple others that I thought about, but I'm like, yeah. Before it gets too weird, we'll just end with Schwarzenegger. Oh and yeah. Well, yeah. we should
0: have. <laughs> it got weird when we hit record. <laughs> okay let's go to recently watched all right and i'm up first again yay so curious if you have heard of this movie or even watched it because i think it is totally ripe for one of your vinegar, vinegar syndrome whatever's red scorpions uh pick up summer from 1980 hmm, that sounds familiar it's a summer of fun for two teenage boys who spend their time chasing two sisters, annoying a biker gang, and basically getting into typical sophomoric hijinks whenever they can. Boom, boom, ba-ba. No, it's okay. It's it, it, 1980. It, it's typical of this kind of movie that are trying to be a, a, a Porky's kind of stuff or it's just like, oh, look at the girls in bikinis! And then in the third act, you're actually seeing... Yeah, some TNA, eh, but not much. Just a little bit of here and there, and lots of joking about having sex. And they do that. There's always weird stuff they do, like, "Hey, let's go torment this biker gang for no reason whatsoever." But we're the good guys, right? I'm like, "No, you're kind of assholes." I mean, they're assholes too. But why do you gotta mess with them? Why not just leave them alone and go about your day? And then they get into this prank war, but it's not really funny because it's too mean. And everybody's still kind of laughing, like, ha-ha, I stole your motorcycle and I drove it into a lake. Ha-ha-ha. And then everybody just shrugs and goes about their day. Like, wow, that's the kind of thing you get killed over. Um, But hey, ha-ha, pick up summer. Fun times. Mm. It was all right. I watched it on YouTube because I heard about it. Somebody was talking about it in one of my VHS groups. And I was like, I should, eh, maybe this might be one of those kind of sexy fun times. Yeah, I look forward to Eugene reviewing it from Vinegar Syndrome.
1: Yep, yep. Or that sounds more like a, um you know, like, yeah, Scorpion maybe, or Code Red, or something that I'll spend $30 on. Uh, don't do that. No. Don't, don't do that.
0: But if you got it in one of your boxes, it'd probably be fine. Okay. Uh Then, you know, I <clears throat> was looking for stuff to watch in the background while I'm in, while I'm working or whatever, and... uh kind of in the mood for another Godzilla movie, because another one just came out, and it's not doing too well, but you know, I haven't watched Godzilla 2000 in a while, and it was on TV, so I'm like, I'm gonna say, I'm, I'm gonna watch this one. Godzilla saves Tokyo from a flying saucer that transforms into the beast Orga. And I remember blind buying this one on DVD, I still own it. I just I wanted to watch in the background, I've watched it several times, so I'm familiar with it, but man, this movie is still cool, and this is part of that I don't know, second or third wave of uh, Godzilla movies, or it was released in 99 slash 2000, where they got the guy back in the suit, and, you know, they're really doing awesome computer special effects. Half the time, half the time they still look like shit. But part of the time, like when he does the fire breath and stuff, it looks really, really damn cool. And it has a cool ending. It sticks to the Godzilla theme, which is either he, it's monsters smashing into each other or it's humans and meetings. So while the humans and meetings part is boring, uh, the other part that they do is, is really well done and really entertaining. And while I was watching that, I was thinking, huh, I should really watch rewatch Godzilla final wars. Cause I remember that one being nuts. And as that movie ended, it was like coming up next Godzilla final wars. And I was like, "Alrighty righty then, here we go. Yay. So I just let it kept, keep right on rolling. Godzilla's 50th anniversary project in which Godzilla travels around the world to fight his old foes plus a new mysterious monster named Monster X. This is one of, if not the best Godzilla movie because it has the old school special effects. It has pretty much every single monster from that he's fought before. It's only missing a handful of them, I think. I mean, everybody is in this damn movie. And why? Eh, who gives a shit? The aliens are just creating them. And instead of having meetings all the time... They've got humans that are doing crazy wire kung fu on each other. So it's either humans fighting the aliens in kung fu, or with crotch rockets and shit, or it's the monsters fighting each other. What's going on? Who cares? Who 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 cares? It's so cool to look at. It's just fantastic. This it's definitely the best of the uh, the current the new batch of of Godzilla the new batch of Godzilla that they were doing still using the old effects. I like the 2014 movie. I know that's not very popular. So a lot of people love to shit on that movie and I'm looking forward to the new one that just came out and they already finished filming Godzilla versus King Kong. I do believe. Uh, so that's coming. (laughs) I like them. I'm looking forward to seeing this new one. I just, yeah, I'll get around to it. Uh, but there you go. There's three for you. Back to you.
1: Okay. First up, let's get the theatrical movie taken care of. Um... Oh, shit. This is gonna be awkward.
0: More awkward than anything that's happened in this episode so far. I highly doubt it.
1: Yeah. No. Uh, What? What? Someone's coming to the door. Fuck. Okay. Um... (laughs) Did they go away? No. No.
0: No. Can they see you? I'm, I'm trying to hide. Get under your desk right now. I mean, I'm. Uh, Just get under your desk right now. Did they see you? Get under your desk uh, right now, please.
1: Well, uh, all I'm doing is hanging my head. Like. Hey. <laughs> okay. They leaving? Yes. Who was it? Um, it was a guy that I work with. And he, there was something that he had to pick up, and I put it outside because I wasn't sure if I was going to be around. And I'm like, if he sees me in my office, then, oh, this is awkward. Okay. Mm. <laughs> that was a whole heaping bowl of awkward right there. Okay. Uh, Men in Black like International. It. So my wife and I had a date night, so we went to watch Men in Black. It was between this and Toy Story 4. And, well, not Godzilla. She's not all that interested in that. So uh, I'm like, well, Men in Black, let's do that. Um. Oh boy. Um. If it's bombing and it's legit, there's a legit reason why it's bombing. It's not very good. I I watched this on Saturday night. We're recording on Tuesday. I don't know if I could tell you the storyline or the main bad guy or what. I I dozed off once during the movie. Um. Crowd was the crowd wasn't good and I didn't care. In fact, I have a story about the crowd which I will get to in just a, a little bit. Um, this will be uh, the last round, by the way. This round's all you. Go ahead. Oh, okay. So it just something is. It, I'm not sure where it went south. F. Gary Gray is a good director. He's made some good movies. I uh, really liked his. Um, He made The Negotiator, which was great. Italian Job, I really like Italian Job. And, of course, uh, Fate of the Furious, which was awesome, straight out of Compton. I don't... It just... This honestly didn't even feel like it was directed by him. I'm not sure if this was one of those... Those executive-type things where there's, like, ten people making all sorts of decisions and none of them are really working that good. But, you know, I'm i a big fan of the first Men in Black. I thought it was funny, inventive, cool. It's a a bit dated now. The second... uh, Part two and part three were meh, and I hate to say this, but I think that they were better than this. Chris Hemsworth, Chris Hemsworth was, I think, either miscast or way written wrong for this. I, he was written so. And even my wife said too on the way back from the theater, she was like, "Something was off about his character," and I'm like, "I know." Like, it was almost like we we're gonna make him be like. Funny Thor. Like, you know, he's huge. And and so it's like, everything out of his mouth was like, funny Thor stuff. Not badass Thor, but funny Thor. And it's just... I don't know if I laughed once. Like, the humor just... It felt forced and fake. And his character just... So he was like the older, like more experienced man in black. And then uh, Tessa Thompson... Her uh, her character she's the new she's Agent M and she's the new recruit that is saddled up with Chris Hemsworth to I I do something with alien whatever it, it whatever it, none of it made a whole lot of sense to me but it's like she's the new recruit and like she is the like like the straight laced one and it just it it. it Was broken. The movie's broken. It just almost nothing worked. The special effects are okay in it; they're fine, I guess. But it's way, way too long. That was to me a swing and a miss. It wasn't. It wasn't like the worst thing ever. You could certainly i you could do worse, but. Don't spend your money on the, the- on this in the theater. That's that's a Netflix roulette, in my opinion. Ah, I picked this in the Fantasy
0: League, so everybody go give your money to Men in Black, please. I'm not going to, but I Oof. think everybody else
1: should. Yeah, I guess. I I suppose there's, you know, they, of course, find a way to get Hemsworth out of his shirt at one point, which I'm like, eh. I don't, it's even, like, his character in Ghostbusters. It's that, again, which I thought he was really funny in the Ghostbusters movie. But it's like, it's this, and even the vacation movie. It's like, it's all of that. And he is funny. He's a funny guy, but all of this felt wrong to me. So the guy's a good actor. And I think that he should get more dramatic roles. Uh, I think that he should have played it more straight in this with just a couple of little funny moments here and there. But they made him a doofus. It totally didn't work. So my movie going experience real quick here. Well, before you get
0: onto that, uh, nothing you're saying is contrary to what I'm seeing all over the internet,
1: so it sounds like you're not alone. Yeah. Nope. I think I gave it one and a half. Nah, I mean, I suppose I could go up to two, maybe, but I didn't like it. I haven't so, liked any of the sequels. Yeah, it, I don't know what's so difficult about it. It's like, it's, it's, have a bunch of alien, make it good. I don't know why it's so difficult to make these good. I, eh. Make it good. Yeah. Make it better. We're yeah. not improving anything. We just sit here and throw popcorn yeah. at the screen. Make Arm- better. Yep, armchair warriors here. Uh, <laughs> okay, uh, your experience. Okay, so um so I <laughs> for lunch I ate this uh this barbecue burger, <clears throat> and I typically do not eat hamburgers. There's I'm going somewhere with this. Oh uh, yeah, I'm 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 expecting something gaseous. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, and I'm, and i just kind of just sitting heavy. And I'm like, so I told my wife, I'm like, let's do something light for supper. Let's go out and eat some sushi. And we did, but sushi is relatively light unless you eat like a horse and eat roll after roll, <laughs> after, roll after roll of sushi. And then it all of a sudden becomes gluttonous, yeah, it's which expanding is expanding in your, yeah, yeah what, the rice expands. Yes, which is what we did. So, you know, I've got wine and rice and, and beef, just, <laughs> just, Bubbling and simmering, (laughs) fermenting, (laughs) fermenting, and just just stewing in my in my lower intestines. (laughs) And so I'm sitting there. And so first of all, we pick our seats, and I didn't we didn't pre order because I meh why. So we pick our seats, and I'm like, okay, let's go with this row. And there's like, and it's it's not it's a smaller theater already, and it's there's not that many seats, but there's kind of getting filled up, but there's still decent seats left. I'm like, let's pick the two end seats, and then there's one in between, and then there's like two people you know one space away i'm like that's relatively safe and then they're, they're you know it's just scattered all throughout the theater i'm like it gives us one seat in between no problem so we walk into the theater and i'm like or or the guy and his kid actually don't can't count and they sat in the seat right beside where my wife and i were going to sit so now we're on a double date so they're sitting in the wrong seat but they're right beside my wife and I'm like, I just I'm not trying to judge, but I just took one look at the kid and the dad. I'm like, here we go. Got a wife beater on and looks, Nope. Oh no, I would have yep, sat somewhere else. Looks like prison tattoos and and uh, wait, hold on here. My kids they are bad. My kids are I know my kids are outside in their karate uniforms. I'm assuming they're anyway, okay, what, I'm not gonna worry about that. <clears throat> Getting them di- good and dirty before
0: class tonight. <laughs> the look on your face is the same look
1: that I mm. give my kids so many times. Yeah, just, of just what the hell are you oh, doing? Just, just straight up aliens from Men in Black. Just there they are. I don't get. <laughs> and now they're, they're just lobbing stones onto the drum. I mean, our, okay, focus on the podcast. So anyway, we sit down and. You know, crinkle, crinkle, you know, you know the types. They are loud with their food. I got a guy behind me, him and his girlfriend or whatever, and he's got a cough. So he's he's hacking the whole movie. And again, this honestly didn't bother me that much because the movie wasn't good. So I, I'm like, I don't really care. I, whatever, let's just get through this. But it was annoying. I mean, the guy beside us was just, you know, the kid would get up and go and, you know, and they were stuffing their faces full of food, of course. So constantly going... Refill on popcorn, refill on Coke, or whatever. Just constant. It was Dad's weekend, so he was yes. spoiling the kid. Uh, you could totally. I, I I know the story. Like, I got the kid for a night or two. Let's dump his ass at the movie theater and it'll kill two hours. Anyway, so my my sushi beef blend with a side <laughs> order of wine is just it's just brewing. so you put your wife beside them. You didn't take the hit and sit beside him. She's way more able to take. Shit chat or whatever, like she like, barely even notices it. Where is it is off? Like I can't take it. So she doesn't really notice that stuff. Like, in fact, when we, when we walked out of the theater for captain Marvel, uh, it was awful and she was pretty fine. I mean, she, when, when I finally said like, I, I'm just driving me nuts. And she's like, Oh, I guess, I guess they are being pretty loud. Um, so she got, unfortunately she got the, the shit seat <clears throat> but it yeah. didn't, it didn't matter. Uh, <laughs> So sounds like everybody was about to get the shit seat. <laughs> oh, they are. So just, I would just like, I'm like, Oh, I'm not going to, I don't want to go out to the bathroom. Just, just let a squeaker out. Like just wait, <laughs> wait for the big action scene. So big action scene. And I mean, and it was just, you know, and you know, the types, you know, you know, the, the, the heavy protein beef. Yeah, beef they're, they're,
0: they're the first breath off the turd. <laughs> and it
1: just, and you know, my wife looks over like, what did you just do? what? And, you know, I'm, you know, I'm like, it's fine, you know, I'm just kind of, and then you just, you know, and then you, you just... You, were, you, were, you just had a shit-eating grin, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, you and know, then you do the whole... You know, you're blowing the fart away. So... No, no, I've never done that before. Um. So, oh, hold on here. So this happens a couple times throughout the movie. Just... And then you just, you know, it's the quiet and then you know, I do the the whole blowing thing. But unfortunately when you blow like that it it usually the, there's an upturn in the air flow and it you know I've it, never it, heard of the blowing technique. And, and so it, 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 it Oh you have oh yeah, you have to like you kinda of blow like down like you're blowing towards your, your crotch area, like and it it should in theory blow the fart down and away, but sometimes it comes back up and you know, hits your wife square in the face. <laughs> well and, well, and and I mean, at he, times... He, it, he, he rises. At, <laughs> and at times it also hits other people in the face. <laughs> so this is going on for, you know... And I at this point, I'm like, if you're going to be over there talking, whatever... I guess I shouldn't have put my wife through that torture. But the guy... <laughs> <laughs> you should have been right beside him. Yeah. You could have leaned a little bit and projected. So finally... And they're they're coming and going, whatever. But, I mean, these are, these are pretty rancid. Um, <laughs> so finally... The kid and the dad get up and I, uh, and the, the movie's not good. And they walk out the aisle. I'm like, are you kidding me? They're actually walking out of the movie. Like, I, I guess I don't blame them. It's not very good. And then I just kind of glance over them like, Oh, oh, they're, they're moving, they're moving up a couple rows, like back behind us. Like, I think I just farted them away from us. <laughs> like, they mumbled to each other. And this was right after another one of my blasters. They got up. Walked down the aisle and a couple rows back had a seat and watched the rest of the movie. I'm like, well, I guess that's your comeuppance. I'm sorry, but... it's So I really think that I farted them away from us. So anyway, there's my there's my story of... Not well, all heroes wear capes, Eugene, but I know. you certainly did that night. Yep. Oh, there was... I hmm. they,
0: they didn't like it. They can go fart themselves. <laughs> yes.
1: Yep. I, I did feel bad for my wife because, I mean, she had to get the crossfire. Crossfire nothing she was ground zero <laughs> she they ground thought it was coming from her, <laughs> which makes it all the better. <sighs> Perfect. oh my gosh oh, so anyway they were all in all a genuinely fairly awful experience but one for the books I, I wouldn't change a thing oh,
0: <laughs> I would love to hear their side of it oh, I know. we went to you know I finally got my kid from my my ex and trying to show him a good time with Men in Black and the movie sucked and this guy was just
1: farting and he kept or, or over this lady this and lady leaning, was just... leaning over and blowing in his crotch it was the weirdest behavior I've ever seen Oh, and also, I forgot to mention, I uh, I took my shoes off, too, because I was, <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was sweaty. What's I mean, wrong there was with you? a lot of meat sweats going on in the movie. I was bored, and I'm like, I gotta take my shoes off, and so I, <laughs> and I'm like, you know what, maybe he, the whole, he maybe glanced over, saw my shoes off, smelled the fecal matter, and, my, and he was like, I'm I'm done, I don't, I'm done, but <laughs> my wife was a trooper, she hung around for the whole thing with me. More than that, she married you. Yes, yep, <laughs> till death do us part. Um, okay, so that was Men in Black. Um, <clears throat> I guess that's just the next
0: one's got to be quicker.
1: Okay, um, yeah, I know, I figured that was going to take a long time. Um, it was worth it. Uh, let's see here, eeny, meeny, miny, and... Oh, let's go with... Uh, um, I already talked about... Uh, oh, um... Should I talk about Lucifer's woman, women, or should I talk about? Oh, Runaway Nightmare. Let's talk about Runaway Nightmare. Um, <clears throat> so, Runaway Nightmare is from Vinegar Syndrome, and this is from 1982. Uh, two dorky Nevada worm wranglers are kidnapped by a gang of beautiful women as part of a plot to steal plutonium from the mafia. And and I must say that I gave this zero stars. One of those, one of those tropes, huh? Yep. Yeah, it's the worm farmers. So these two guys are kidnapped by women and then they're subjected to long talks in rooms and hints of sex and the mafia. And they talk about worm farming. And this is one of the worst movies I think I've ever seen. And I feel like I'm, so, it's on, it's for sale on eBay, but I'm like, I might, what if I wait and come around on that one? Like, it's so bad, maybe it might be good, and I just don't realize it yet. And it, watch it a couple more times. Get marinated in this, but, oh, good God, that was terrible. Oh. Nothing happens. Literally nothing happens except these guys talking about worm farming and plutonium and the, yeah. Yeah.
0: So, so did you nightmare? make a scene when you took your shoes off? Did you make a scene about it, or were you just like, eh, "Now they're off"?
1: No, yeah, I, like, I well, I put my like, my other shoe like you know how you can like take your one shoe and you kind of kick the other shoe off. But I just did it very lightly so that just the shoe would blip, plop down on my lap, and then did the other one and on your lap. Well, not on my lap, on my on my legs down there. Like I didn't want to make it too obvious that what I was doing. So I had a, I have a way about it, you know. So, but um. Yeah, so I got the shoes off, and so there was some manic- well, I mean, but didn't you put the recliner back? What do you mean? Well, yeah, I, I mean, I, re- re- I was I was reclined out with. I mean, so
0: you're, you're full sock yeah. sticking out.
1: Yeah, I mean, this is straight up like like bad airline passenger type stuff going on yeah. here with me. Yeah. yeah, a farty, yeah, shoeless uh-huh. mess. But hey, you know what? Hacking coffee guy behind me, and and. Hilljack on the other side of me they they deserved every bit of it. Every oh, bit. Oh, I don't feel any pity for them, but No. And then the guy seriously behind me. I mean, it's just constant like if you're sick, stay the fuck at home, please. Just hack hack hack. I'm like, you probably are gonna get me sick, so you enjoy my foot stench, fucker. <laughs> 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 um yeah, wonderful.
0: I don't disagree. Um, okay. Are you ready for coming soon? We'll wrap up. Yes. I am in the midst of watching Jessica Jones Season 3, the last of the Marvel Netflix, and so far it's awesome. I will soon be watching, I'm going to say this wrong, Neon Genesis Evangelon, Evangelion. Uh, It's an anime series that's one of the legendary anime series, and I've never watched it, and it's got two movies with it too, so I'm going to try and get that all watched. And I've been meaning to mention for a while, I've started playing video games again, because I moved the 360 in here in the office, and I'm playing Tomb Raider, because I've got a bunch of games that I just never got around to playing. So far, it's pretty good. And I have enough movies reviewed to play video games for a good while. So, I'm enjoying killing the dick out of some people. Uh, what about you? What do you got coming
1: soon? Uh, for me, I've got uh, Putney Swope. I've got... No, my, uh, I, thought you I thought you weren't even going to open that. No, probably not. No, that's that one there I probably won't open, but I'm, I'll watch the other ones. Um, and also... Wife and I are going through Star Trek Discovery Season 2. I'm watching that. And uh, some other Vinegar Syndrome movies that uh, I got in there. Halfway to Black Friday sale. I got Penitentiary 1 and 2, which are 70s black exploitation boxing prison movies, which I can't imagine those are going to be somewhat entertaining. And uh, another movie called Lust in the Dust for, I think, uh, Divine stars in it, which I, I it's a... Comedy Western and uh, I don't have much high hopes for that one but I'll give that one a watch at some point point. <clears throat> and what else oh and then I think my, my wife really wants to watch Toy Story 4 in the theater so we may take the boys to that depressing sad weepy mess I'm guessing at some point more than likely yep and that's it are you gonna oh no, no that's
0: not it uh, Terminator 2 any time in the near future
1: Eh, yeah. Yeah. It's
0: long and <laughs> perfect, <didn't... clears throat> but, but, but Satan's dust or whatever.
1: <laughs> oh, Satan's women, plural women Lust in the dust or whatever. Yeah. yeah, penitentiary one and two, Putney Swope, <laughs> things that aren't even words. That's not even a word. I, it makes me angry looking at that. <laughs> Ugh! Yuck. <laughs> Uh, you know, Van Damme should have also been one of our, one of our top dudes. Yeah. No, I'm good. Muscles from Brussels? Yeah.
0: <laughs> I am awkward uh, and out
1: for this episode. Yes, I'm, I'm I, shot. I am too. I, there's nothing left in the awkward <laughs> tank. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're right. Um, yeah, I'm spent. <laughs> The cup is full. Okay. <laughs> yep. All
0: right. I will see you next week, sir.
1: Yep. Till then. Bye. Bye.
0: Thanks for listening. Hey, if you want to get a hold of the Movie Freaks, you can get a hold of us, facebook.com backslash Movie Freaks Pod on Twitter at Movie Freaks Drop us an email, moviefreakspod at yahoo.com. Intro music was public domain by www.rutgermuller.nl.